brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Astro. What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb? You can call that mental freeze when these people talk too much. Put that in slow motion, yeah. I feel like an astronaut in the ocean. Ay. What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb? You can call that mental freeze. This is the Fan Cave, presented by Drives at Mile High. Here are your hosts, the Lambros, Ryan and Roman Romero. From a vacation, kind of. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. This is the Wednesday edition of the Fan Cave. We were not on vacation. We were just out for a little bit. Uh, today, you got a uh, Ryan and Roman, the Lambros from Drive Mile High, behind the glass, and um, uh, there was what you heard was was a heavy sigh from uh, Roman. I don't know if that was because we got no football this weekend or is <clears throat> the Avalanche are. Uh, or no. No, it, it's because... Can you hear me okay? Oh, yeah. It's because uh, I've had four nights, late nights and early mornings, and I just realized I logged a little over a 1,000 miles of total travel um, in those four days. And uh, the sigh was just, uh, whoo, here we go, back back to reality. Let's, oh, there let's... goes gravity. <laughs> we listened to some Eminem this weekend, and uh, you're not lying, Roman. Uh, that cheap gladiator in the fleet um, did some work this weekend. It went off-roading. It got some miles. Um, that Jeep is a champ. If you want to take that out, um, give us a call. Uh, drives a Mile High. Uh, the website, drivesamilehigh.com, 303-474-4099. You'll get Roman and Ryan. Uh, we'll be glad to help you with your uh explore colorado that's the thing that's what we do and we certainly explored a lot of colorado just yesterday alone <laughs> but uh we're back at it and we are uh we are talking some sports hey rum i'm not gonna lie i was kind of i had the avalanche game on when we had some service uh last quarter i wanted to see the boys beat the kraken and oh did they ever beat the kraken they beat him 4-1 um i thought oh we missed that sound that, Don't that, 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 straight up, that straight up gave me chills. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that. But, you know, um, this team looks solid. Uh, I love the offseason additions. Um, I didn't I didn't listen to it right, but I kind of got the updates as we were driving. I was uh, making sure that we didn't hit any huge buck bucks crossing the uh, the roads in the in the evening. But um, good to see the Avalanche starting the season off strong. I think they're three and oh, um, they defeated the Kraken and uh, they just they just look fantastic on the penalty kill um we could dive into that a little bit i know last week when i was getting ready to leave and i don't know how much this was discussed but uh they do lock up devon taves with a seven-year extension worth 50.75 million um i think it's an annual average of like 7.5 and a half million um over that over that time frame and it's good to have him back because he's uh he's the um we got to think of a few phrases, but he's the um, uh, Batman to the Robin to start off one crazy cliche to uh, Makar. Makar is so comfortable with him back there. And uh, all initial and early reports indicate that the new additions and the old savvy vets are really excited about this. And as I mentioned before, McFarlane and uh, Sackick were really excited about what they added. And it's showing. And I think another year with Gorgiev, Georgie, Looks, uh, to, this is going to be a fun team to watch uh, from the start, and let's just uh, hope that uh, they are not injury rattled and uh, they make another strong run for the cup because they are they are a favorite to get there. They're a favorite to get really really far. So everyone looked good. Uh, McCarr looked great. Uh, the for me, what I saw, 
uh, in the time I was watching the game was uh, Nachuskin. Um, yeah, Choo Choo's underrated, man, but he's a big dude. He's 6'4", 225 pounds. He can skate with the best of them, and he, he just creates havoc down there. But when he can pour it on and wants to pour it on, he's a difference maker. And they did miss that last year in the playoffs, so it's good for him to, you know, and, and everybody, it seems like all uh, water under the bridge, everything's solid. I mean, we're forgetting about some of these people. You just mentioned Achushkin, Lekkonen. Uh, Miko Rantanen, who he's like in the top 10, you know, forwards out there. I mean, just one after the other. It's not just McKinnon and McCarr. McKinnon and McCarr and uh, Rantanen you throw right in there. Um, but others, like I mentioned, uh, watch out for Jonathan Druin this year. Um, I think that's going to be uh, – he's going to be a, a game changer eventually. He's already made an impact. Uh, Miles Wood, um, I think Ross Colton and others. I mean, it's just – we're going to talk more about them. But pretty exciting start to the season. Looking very strong and uh, excited to watch some hockey, man. The Avalanche tied an, an NHL record with their defeat of the Kraken. They Colorado has won 14 straight regular season games on the road dating to last season. So if they get one more road win, um, their next road win, their next game so, is at home. But um, the next road win should uh, break an NHL record, which would be uh, very exciting for this early start to the season and um red hot start for the colorado avalanche yeah uh, uh, it's exciting um that already i guess how to put this uh how do you put this they're already breaking records <laughs> um, i love it so it's kind of cool uh I, I thought the number was 13 and it will be 14 but um you know i've been hearing a lot of stuff the last few days so what i've been trying to catch up on is this team um how uh because i think what sackick and mcfarland do is they try to bring the pieces that are and they fit to the style of how the avalanche play they brought more physicality and more grit this year but still players that can skate because the abs are known for speed and finesse but to have that combination to play any type of game that they'd like be it uh, physically or, or dominate physically, um, you know, penalty killing um, and just awesome goaltending, not just the sc- scoring prowess of, of, you know, um, uh, McKinnon and Ranton, which I saw the first game against the Kings and, and <laughs> those dudes are just, and McCarr too. It's just unreal um, what they have uh, still. And their window um, I think is a three to five year window still, um, for them to get there. Yeah, I have some teams that kind of emerge as top-tier teams, Dallas and some others, but the Avalanche are right there. And uh, I think they only improved. Time will tell, but it's just going to be with the with the injury bug staying away, and uh, this team's going to go really far. They they uh, have 14 forwards. Half of them are new, uh, new additions. And when you ask those seven skaters <clears throat> to pick, because they're new on this team, pick one player from the returning abs who has surprised them the most. This is these new players getting an impression on the existing avalanche players. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jonathan Druin said Devon Taves. I knew he was good playing against him, but he's better than I thought. He skates so well. His offensive game is there too. I saw that right away. It's impressed me the most for sure. And then we got another one, Ryan Johansson. Uh, Alexander Georgiev really impressed me. Seriously, Georgie has been a stud. On my first day here, I couldn't score a goal for like an hour and a half. I didn't know how much I didn't know much about him, but I was impressed with him the most. I can go on and on, but I know we're up against it. I got about two more here. Miles Wood, Nathan, simple as that. You know the Michael Jordan documentary? He reminds me of exactly like him. He pushes guys to their edge day in and day out. It's something I've never seen before, and that's why he's so great. And on top of that, he brings it himself. Uh, there's stuff from Thomas Tatar, Ross Colton, Frederick Olofsson. Um, Ross Colton had something really nice to say about Bo Byram and just how physical he is. And Bo Byram, I think, signed a, a deal. And, and let me mention the one with Devon Taves is, is a bit of a hometown discount. So that's telling you uh, he's they've made their home here, his family, um, and they want to be here in Denver, Colorado. So uh, definitely a destination place. Um, the other um, with Frederick Olofsson, uh, McKinnon and Rantanen, and then Riley Tufte put – he goes the two big guns, McKinnon and McCarr. Like those guys, they're lights out. So you have this team with new players already impressed with their the current team, and that's going to do very, very well not only for the locker room but just overall team team play and camaraderie. An exciting year for the Avs ahead. 
You can find that great content. Ask the Avs, the new Avalanche forwards, get acclimated to their teammates um, from Arif Dean on Mile High Sports. Um, beyond the best content for the Avalanche with Arif is uh, is just the, the team is making it easy for him to have the best content for you. Um, other other areas are, uh, other websites are uh, announcing that they're kind of shutting down. So if you want your Avalanche news, Go to Mile High Sports and check out Arif Dean, and he has a great podcast as well. And you know what? This is it. Finally hit Roman Fall hit, and this is what we're talking about: the Colorado Avalanche. We're talking about the Denver Nuggets. This is my favorite time with the the fan cave because we get to have Danny Bailey chime in and talk some basketball, and the Avalanche are exciting. And uh, you know, when football's fun, it's fun, but it hasn't been. And luckily, our CU Buffs and our Denver Broncos gave it gave us a weekend off. They got their losses um, out of the way early in the week, and it allowed the state to focus on the Colorado Avalanche and the Denver Nuggets. I know we're in preseason with the Nuggets, but man, in this next segment, we have to talk about the young team that the Nuggets have brought in because the big boys haven't been playing that much in uh, preseason, um, but the new guys have, and they are shining, and they are shining bright like a diamond. We'll get into that on the other side. This is a fan cave brought to you by Drives at Mile High, three margaritas. Uh, you got Evolve Wellness and Fitness and uh, just a great partnership all across the board. But we have sports to talk about in the upcoming segment. We have uh, the Nuggets. I know they had a loss, but they didn't look bad. Uh, this is Fan Cave 98.1 FM 107.5 HD3. MileHighSports.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Fan Cave, presented by Drives at Mile High on Mile High Sports. Guess who just got back today? The wild-eyed boys that had been away. Haven't changed, had much to say. But man, I still think them cats are crazy. I want to continue the show on a high note, and I know we have a bunch about the Broncos, um, but that's not the high note. The high note is the uh, the Avalanche and the Nuggets, and um, in less than a week, we have regular season with the Denver Nuggets. Uh, the, the the game is on the 28th against the Lakers, and that's when we unveil the the banner. Am I uh, am I correct on that date? 24th. 24th. Thank you. Um, I'll tell you this: the Nuggets are exciting. Um, over the weekend, uh, I was able to attend um, the, the. It was a fanfare. It was a little scrimmage between the the rookies and you know the second year players. And you had Coach Murray versus Coach Jokic, and you had everybody on the court signing autographs, having fun. Rocky was running around like crazy, and the electricity in Ball Arena was. It was. It was. Uh, it was something to be seen. It was something where it's, you haven't seen that with um, a lot of teams besides the Nuggets and the Avalanche uh, before the start of the season. Like the Broncos really have, it's, it hasn't been electric for the past couple of years in preseason and the off season and whatnot, but the boys, the boys are back in town and they came into town and they look like the most complete basketball team I've seen in from, from this Nuggets organization in the in the past i don't know 10 15 years um they're having fun they're exciting they're excited for the new guys the new Jokic guys isn't excited <laughs> you see that onion article yeah <laughs> he's <laughs> he, he's busy picking out horses he's excited about that my favorite right here the onion nikola Jokic. i'm looking forward to the season ending <laughs> why you i know, sent that because onion is is a is a big publication. It's a mock um, 
satire. It's a mockery. And um, for them to already put something about Jokic, the the best player in the league right now, um, where he's just excited for the season, and it just speaks volumes because what you don't see is he is having fun, and he is having fun with his teammates, and he loves being there with Jamal Murray. You could tell that chemistry with him, Murray, KCP, Aaron Gordon um, is right there, and he's just right in front of the the rookies, getting them amped to be. Um, you, you know what I I in the little bit that I've observed, what I see is that there's not much from the starting five, right? Um, I think it's more just to develop a little bit of fluidity. We don't know how many of these younger guys are going to actually be here or, or be sent to the G League. We've seen some impressive showings from Julian Julius or Julian Julian Strother, um, and then Tyler say Hanson. Um, I'm going to get uh, I will eventually. Hunter Tyson, Tyler Hansen. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Close. it's tough because he's got two. He's got two last names. Two, two last names. I know, and that's why it's throwing me off. Or two first bit. names, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's very true. And then um, you know, I haven't seen much from uh, um, maybe it's Julian. No, Jaden Pickett, right? Oh my gosh, this is Jalen Pickett. Jalen Pickett. No, Julian. No, it's early in the season. We're starting. I know. So, but, okay, okay, but yeah, you're right. You're right. Christian Brown hasn't done much. Remember last year we were Braun Brown the whole time, so it did, you know, <laughs> all right. Well, it'll all come together here. But um, they look uh, again going to play Nuggets style of basketball, and you know, uh, Calvin Booth is is has brought in these players to um, adapt quickly and to be or fit that style of play is what I see in and what has been shown right away so that that's because they need that type of depth you know they're they're gonna know their role and they're gonna have to be able to contribute but we need that depth um interesting uh comments that had come out over the weekend uh whether they were taken out of context or not i mean i don't think anybody should feel any kind of offense um if it if bones does who cares uh, if bruce eb i don't want to say who cares but um it's just kind of some honest uh comments by the GM being put out there. Um, Michael Porter Jr. has dealt with so much in his, his early career that, you know, this isn't going to hinder or harm him. What He's part of the core. Um, and, and for those of you who don't know, that there's just some um, comments that Calvin Booth, uh, the guy was with um, the article, uh, was written, and I, I really feel that they were kind of taken out of context because he was kind of interviewed um, – during the game and he said look this guy he didn't deny saying that but it wasn't for public uh knowledge or information however um you know that they're making those kind of moves to keep that camaraderie in the locker room um and you know they're they're going to respect the the process and the systems and the coaches and i think those are the types of players that they have in now and that's what's working um bruce brown he he flat out admitted i, I wasn't able to to, um, you know, match – the Nuggets weren't going to match what Indiana gave him, 22 million versus seven. And it w- he was going to go. But they're really excited about Peyton Watson. And Peyton Watson is um, Calvin Booth's guy. So, you know, he just said really basically the difference between them is he hasn't had a, a, a lot of playing time like Bruce Brown did. So Bruce Brown stepped up when it counted. Christian Brown stepped up when it counted. Now it's Peyton Watson, Zeke Naji, and others – Peyton Watson, excuse me, uh, to to do their part, and then you got three pretty uh, decent rookies that can also contribute too. Nuggets look strong. That's the that's a key word right there. They're they're not aging like like the you know even I know they lost to the Clippers, but like the Paul Georges, the Kevin Durant's, the um, uh, gosh, who's the guy, the State Farm guy that went from five hundred teams over to Golden State Chris- now, Chris Paul, like. They're, these guys are all aging. Do they really kind of instill any fear right now? I, and I know that's big load talk, but th- these are your reigning and defending NBA champions. And they do have the best player on the planet, and that is, right now, that is Nikola Jokic. And, you know, yeah, the Onion may say, hey, <laughs> um, you know, he wants the season to end, but you know what comes with that? I'm going to do my best and work my ass off during that whole time, and we're going to, you know, Calvin Booth kind of put it out there. Hey, the goal is to to have a dynasty. We, you know, if we don't get back to back, it's understandable. I know he's setting an expectation, but you can't just win your first one in forty seven years and then expect to win the following 
in terms of an expectation, he's just tempering it. He's just saying, look, three out of five, you know, out of the next five years or four out of the next eight. That's a true dynasty. San Antonio did that. They might have the coach of Malone to kind of weather that whole storm and kind of keep that team as long as they keep building it the same way. And uh, we might have a San Antonio run like what what we've seen uh, with them, which, you know, have some Hall of Fame players that have come out of there. Um, so uh, that window exists for them. Uh, they are thinking long term, um, you know. And I, again, one of the key things for this Nuggets team, they look very relaxed, but one of the key things is injuries. The healthy Jamal, which he didn't play for the, I forget what that basketball tournament was, and neither did Jokic. So, you know, oh, the other players didn't either, but I think that was a good thing. He got a rest because they had two, two and a half months longer um, because they were busy winning a world championship. We're getting younger. And uh, you mentioned what Calvin Booth said about, uh, you know, we're, we're not in it for back-to-back if we don't win it this year it's okay because uh you mentioned it the other teams that are are stacking up they're they're building their team to compete against Jokic, but they're doing it by getting older and they're trying to get veteran players and those are the veteran players that don't know how to approach Nikola Jokic or it it looks like it really doesn't work like these super teams uh, um phoenix let's see what happens i mean look durant it didn't work with Kyrie and james harden in in uh, New Jersey, it <clears throat> or Brooklyn, excuse me, it didn't work for them when he was with Oklahoma City. Uh, they he did have Paul George, Paul I think it was Paul George, um, Kevin Durant, and James Harden, and then they had yeah. a, a a crazy good center. Didn't work there. It worked for him with Steph and some others in Golden State, but there was already a solid core there. You know, KD was the additional piece, so. Um, I don't know if that's going to work for them in Phoenix. Um, I know they're already talking. Bradley Beal is already mid midseason form, shaking players out of their sneakers, whatever. Um, time yeah, will tell. Cool. Yeah. That, yeah, time will tell if that if that uh, chemistry will work. Here's the thing: Bradley Beal is good, okay, but there's somebody that the Nuggets have that can match Bradley Beal. The Nuggets have somebody that can match a Devin Booker. His name is Jamal Murray, okay, and then I'm sorry, Jokic runs over Yurkic, Nurkic, whatever his name is, um, and anybody else. I mean, look, the guy that they got rid of was Andre Ayton, and he couldn't contest Jokic. So Kevin Durant, <clears throat> Michael Porter's got you all day long. He might score on Porter because he's good. He's he's a he's a Hall of Famer potentially. But uh, you got the young buck in Michael Porter Jr. who's getting better, who's getting stronger. And he's you also saw MPJ <laughs> – against Devin Booker in the playoffs and he held him back which was incredible yeah remember the the, the Nuggets blew him out by 30 points on that last game and I know I know uh you know Phoenix is going to have a target on on their back they're coming for him but that's fine It, it you know if you don't have that type of tough competition I mean we heard all that last year from the Lakers and the Lakers were no match for the Nuggets so yeah, I I agree. Uh, I keep on going to this. You can't keep an old, uh, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, and that's what it seems like all these other teams are are looking to do, are trying to accomplish versus the Denver Nuggets. And the Denver Nuggets are using the veterans to teach the young guys the way of winning, and um, that's how you build a dynasty. I mean, hey, if Calvin Booth um, said what he said, um, listen, that just shows that MPJ has matured in his game and he could take that criticism and he can run with it instead of being one of these me players, as uh, Booth said, um, in context was with Bones. You can't have two me players, but MPJ is the one who has a contract. He's the one who understands that, hey, I can be a me player, but I can also be a team player. Bones didn't have that. If MPJ can teach these young guys, along with the Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon and a Jokic and KCP, hey, be your me player. But all, but before that, you need to be the team player. Um, I can see us being in the playoffs consistently for the next 10 years, and I can see us in the finals um, quite often. Um, and that's what's exciting. You do see that that. It's been built. Um, it took a while to build it. We went through the injuries. We've gone. We're going through the injuries. We're going through. Um, you know, Coach Malone hasn't been there for, from the from that one game in preseason. They're giving him his time. His father passed away, but Coach Edelman is showing that he's very capable of running with these veterans and these rookies. And um, hey, if we start the season with Edelman, I'm not worried. 
I'm not worried because you could see the um, – I mean, dude, there's videos of Jokic who is – he's speaking to Aaron Gordon without speaking. He's just doing it by shaking his head, nodding his head, giving him eyes, and they're communicating, and, and it's good basketball. Well, uh, they, they also – a lot of people don't see what he works on as well outside by himself, and, you know, uh, <laughs> he was working on the Sambor Shuffle for like 30 minutes, same – crazy move that he has that you know fade away <clears throat> and just constantly working on it working on it working on it working on it and tell you what that makes all the difference that changes uh changes up the the nature because he knows it's not defendable right now right so i better master that because that's that's gonna only do better for us and and i don't want to say this is the bailout for nikola Jokic, but if it's not there for him He's got four other players on the court that he has the ability to make any kind of assist or pass and and finish off, you know, with with a dunk, score, three, doesn't matter because he's starting to trust his players more and more. And I feel that that's what they're doing in bringing up the young rookies, getting that trust established so he, he can count on them. Julian Strother had a bad night. It's going to happen. But most or the other nights he's been – Pretty dominant, hitting the twenty-point mark. He's he's like built in, ready to play. I know we're we're up against it. So, um, more on the Nuggets, the Broncos. I, do we have to talk about the Broncos? Yes, we do. We have to get a little bit of that in on the um, on the other side. So, ninety-eight point one, one hundred seven point five, HD three on MileHighSports.com. Jokic is yoked. <laughs> Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Fan Cave, presented by Drives and Mile High. Here are your hosts, the Lambros, Ryan and Roman Romero. Oh, All right. Here it is. Your Denver Broncos update from the Fan Cave. We need that clip. Oh, no, we suck again. Because it's just, it's a train wreck. Oh, you know? the Denver Broncos. Uh, Homer says it best. Uh, you know, when I was a kid and I saw that clip and I saw a disappointed Homer, I was like, is this what our team's going to be for the rest of my life? And uh, we get flashes, but mostly it's uh, the Denver Broncos. It's, it's, hey, listen, that loss against Kansas City, it wasn't. It didn't look that bad. The offense looked bad. The defense looked better. Now put it together, guys. Just get it together where the offense is working. You have a passing game. You can utilize your running backs. You can block your quarterback. Your quarterback can uh, make decisions and throw the ball. Listen, I love Russell Wilson. I think he uh, what he did for Seattle was incredible. I, I don't. 
get the hate that has happened over the years of him. Yeah, the, maybe the side where he doesn't connect with his teammates and whatnot is is like the basis of it. But overall, he's a decent guy and he's a good quarterback. But um, it just seems it just seems like the media and the fans are just immediately gunning for his head. And it, it it's not just Denver. It was when he was in Seattle too. This man just has his cloud over his head, and he's just trying to. I don't know. Uh, the The talk right now is, you know. Do we bench him? Do we bench him? Do we um, eat the contract? And what do we do? And it's just like, really, guys? Like, this is – collectively, this is just a bad team. Um, he's been the guy who's kind of been putting up decent stats and keeping it together um, out of everyone. Your thoughts, Ron? Still need more. Um, I guess that's probably one of the most disappointing pieces to it is you need more from him, not so much the focus on, you know – I'm going to put it as third-party Russell, which that has died down tremendously, but so much being as as far as being a leader. I'm not saying he doesn't do those things, but there might be not enough belief um, from the, the team itself. And, I, and that culture has to change. Um, and typically you would think that you would have the quarterback being the key position, and I, I haven't seen any of the – most recent that we had truly shine and be a leader like that. But, you know, you don't see him like, like a Josh Allen. Did you see Josh Allen go and try to thump one of the defensive players that was, that pushed his offensive lineman? You know, the guy was bigger than him. Josh Allen's a pretty big dude. I don't see Russell Wilson doing that. You know what I mean? I don't see those types of things where these players want to go to battle with him. They know they've got, you know, the, the captain of the ship, but, you know, what happens when, when you know, the the pirates take over, right? Everybody's going to bail. The, does the captain just kind of run and bail? Um, I, I don't know. You're just not seeing it, whether it's non-vocal, uh, even non-verbal. It's, it's, it's just not there. Um, and that that's a pretty big miss and mistake for $250 million cornerback where the contract kicks in next year. So what do we do? We fantasize and we say, all right, hey, we're in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. And I just want to show you something that kind of come out. The current NFL QBs that Caleb Williams would start over. I don't know. Let me count this real quick. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. 22 out of the 30 is it 32 NFL teams? Okay. Yes. That, that this guy would be projected or picked to start over right now. That includes a Dak Prescott, a Daniel Jones, a Mac Jones, Russell Wilson, Justin Fields, Derek Carr, Desmond Ritter, on and on and on and on, right? Geno Smith, Tannehill, Jordan Love, and others. And they even said, this was from Rick Spielman, that that he would take Williams over Peyton Manning and John Elway as a prospect. He's wow. a Patrick Mahomes 2.0. So you know that and, – and, Ryan, I'll be honest with you. I'm perfectly okay to where we don't need to tank because I do think there's another gem in the draft, and that's Drake May from North Carolina. And, look, if that's our consolation prize and we still have two years of Russell Wilson, so be it. So be it. Okay? Let – let us have competent play. Let's put in a developmental piece and let's have somebody groomed and ready for the future to take over when this thing completely turns around and we have young players, plenty of draft capital, and we're able to build a team around the strengths of not just an old school system. I mean, we're going to talk about it here right now. The run, uh, hey, they had four first downs um, on that first drive and they were all by the run. What happened? Why was that run abandoned? We're not that team where we could just air it out against anybody. You got to do what what works and then pick your shots. And I don't know why Sean Payton got away from that. Uh, and obviously, that's the limitations of what this team is right now. You know, the Brandon Johnsons and and others of the world are not creating a separation. Jerry Judy definitely isn't. Okay, and Cortland Sutton. I mean, yeah, he made a hell of a catch in the end zone. That was the Cortland Sutton of the old, but not to be making what he's making right now. So, is it is it worth? us to look at the trade deadline and get rid of some of these what you would think are key players maybe they're not um 
you know, foundational, uh, you know, people you want to build around. Pat Sertan is one of those, right? Justin Simmons is, but there's a lot of value for him. Um, and, and we need to re- kind of restock the shelves and, and get ready to, to start doing it all over again. If you have a short-term solution and it is Russell Wilson, it, at least it keeps his trade value high. Everybody's talking about you need to sit him right now because what if he gets hurt? What if he's this? What if he's that? You know, um, he's playing fine. He's playing fine. Where the, the I guess what needs to happen, though, is that he needs to keep that trade value high. So another team, and maybe it's a fresh start for Russell Wilson, and maybe that team is ready, built, ready to go, and they need somebody to kind of, um, you know, uh, what was the big term for all these quarterbacks um, back in the day where they were just kind of, uh, they would manage, um, manage the game and not be relied upon to go and win it. Russell Wilson and Sam Fran would be dynamic. They already have that team built and ready. I I, I know people say Brock Purdy's, but I don't think so. Russell Wilson would turn San Francisco into a a Super Bowl favorite. Okay, a really good point because what's what's instilled in San San Francisco right now? A good coaching system. Well, coaching, the develop, have, development, yeah. everything. Well, and, and I was going to throw another one out there because Kirk Cousins is kind of up against it. Kirk Cousins in New England would turn turn New England around right now. Interesting. Well, I, I just – because these trades the are going to happen. They're going to start talking about uh, it. With coaching – so, yeah, Coach Payton, right now what he's doing with this Denver Broncos team is he's getting rid of the suck. He's getting rid of the, the uh, bad players, the bad apples, and he's getting rid of the losing culture. And what you're seeing right now is you're seeing that come to a head, and you're starting to see those players who are used to that losing culture be more vocal, and they're they're working their way out. And what's the first thing they're doing? They're slamming their quarterback. They're slamming their uh, the defense. They're, you know, Garrett Bowles, yeah, he's tired of losing, but he's been part of it, and and he's been very vocal about it. And if it's if that's your rebuild, move on from them. But f- keep the players who are vested in here. The receiving core. Listen, um, Tim Patrick's down. Um, we don't know if he's going to come back and have that you, positive attitude. You, you, and you know who the bad seed is, dude. It's Jerry, it's Jerry Judy. Judy. Yeah, Jerry yeah. Judy. Cortland Cor- Sutton had his his mix-ups with Emmanuel Sanders and all that too. But he, for the most part, he's been, you know, a team player. He's been re- uh, kind of reliable minus the injury, but he hasn't been the same. And and that's. Maybe it's because of loyalty or what it is. It's been an issue with the Broncos. You know, well, and sometimes you're going to need to take that hard stance. But is there value for him right now? I mean, hey, that, that end zone catch sure helped his cause. Or is that somebody, a reliable veteran, that we want to keep here? You know, I just – we don't see enough production. Is that the quarterback's fault? Is the coach's fault? Is it Cortland Sutton's fault? Jerry Judy, though, I've been up and down on him. I've been wanting to give him chances. I mean – Tell me why he was picked before Justin Jefferson, Chase Claypool. I know he's had his issues. Um, T. Higgins and others. I mean, he was the second receiver picked besides Rugs that year, and he has not lived up to that. Period. Period. I've seen it. I've seen someone who's been injured. I've seen him um, immature. Is the word for well, and, Jerry and do you do you think his maturity has gotten better? I think it's gotten worse. I think it's gotten worse. And, and, I, and you have somebody like Marvin Mims who, like Judy, looks at him, and I bet he's like, "Whoa." So what does he do? I think he's just like, "I don't care if I'm out of here, I'm out of here." That's uh, that's really what I think. Okay, go to North Carolina, go play with your former teammate. See you later. I agree. I agree. I mean, yeah, you can take and well, Stephen Smith. Um, said his comments and went to go apologize. And yeah, Barry Judy has every right not to accept the apology. And Stephen Smith shouldn't, uh, you can argue that he shouldn't blast out on television, but uh, it happened and that's the way it's happened. And it shows the amount of maturity between both of them. But as a young player like Jerry Judy, who does snap back on social media and say very weird cryptic things and, um, you know, talk, attack the old heads, um, that's not going to fly in the NFL. The NFL is a boys club and you got to be part of the club. And when you try and def- uh, go against that club, it's going to turn on you quick. We're seeing this with coach Payton. We're seeing the aftermath of, of, uh, of bounty gate. Like, yeah, refs are still doing calls against the Broncos and coach Payton. Uh, good. 
Roger Goodell does not like Sean Payton. It's going to take the higher ups in this organization to go to Goodell and say, hey, listen, that's we're we're putting money into your product and we're going to build up your product and we are the owners and you need to change your viewpoint on what's going on with this coach. You're seeing the other coaches and it, Salas is going to eat his words soon. Mark it here first. I'm tired of him. Uh, we got, we're up against it on this side, but we got more to talk about with the NFL. Speaking of Goodell, um, we're going to see a lot more of him for the next couple of years. When does he leave as a commissioner? This is uh, the fan cave on 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3, always on milehighsports.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Fan Cave, presented by Drives at Mile High on Mile High Sports. Roger Goodell is back. Signed a new contract through 2027. I'm tired of it, man. I don't like... Okay, let me get on my soapbox for a moment. Um, it's been hard to watch the NFL. It's, and it's not just because the, the Broncos are losing, but watching the rest of the NFL has been very difficult. Um, you're seeing this massive push for the Chiefs still. You're trying to see... You're, you're, you're seeing um, and the West. The worst part is the Taylor Swift thing. Roman, I didn't watch the Thursday night game because I didn't want to see clips of Taylor Swift. Um, Roger Goodell, I know he wants more eyes on the NFL. Al Michaels uh, made a pretty funny joke, though. Yeah, his joke was pretty funny. Uh, do you have that? Uh, I, I don't know if it was a clip, but he basically said something. He's like, we're here to watch football and not the sideshow. And we're going to commentate on football. Oh, I was talking about when he said she when he was talking about her being up in the box and he said she definitely bought those on StubHub because it's funny that the rich and famous people who could buy the tickets to NFL games get to go for free when people are paying thousands of dollars to go to her concert. Ah, touche. <laughs> Good point. Good touche. point. <laughs> um Brings yeah, that me is back. Good. Roger Goodell, like, do you think he's been okay? His tenure with uh, being commissioner, commissioner, uh, commissioner. Thank you, administrator. Um, that's a new word, actually. I, I like, like that. Who's the administrator of your league? <laughs> uh, Goodell. Uh, Roger Goodell. We need change. We need change with um, because there's some things he's come real hard on with the uh um uh, you know gambling i get a little bit you know the 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 drug use the peds the violence then he just you know, and stuff dude, that's, he, like he's a puppet he's a puppet for the league owners can we that's have it. a new puppet yeah pain manning would kind of be i think they'd be excited about him he'd do by right for them too okay it's only so, t- it's only till 2027 right that's that's uh, after you know this this year 2024 in january three years it's just giving him a little bit more time to make his fifty million a year, and and uh, we'll see what happens. Very good point, and that's why I'm not too worried because okay, Peyton Manning has been brought up. T- uh, his name has been brought up a lot to be the new commissioner of the NFL. Um, I, that's hearsay, but I, I don't think he wants it. Here's why: he has too much fun on his Monday night stream cast or whatever with his brother and he makes probably just as much as Goodell doing that. True. Yeah. He bought, I mean, he bought a second home in Cherry Hills and, and he, that's probably where he's going to have his studio set up because he, right now he runs it out of his neighbor's garage. So there you go. <laughs> uh, just someone different. 
and Roger Goodell because uh, his his message and his um, his stance on things has been very uh, stale, and I think it's it's pretty unfair. Like when you see players getting away from um, horrendous things that they've done in the off season, but then you see him come down on uh, another player for uh, you know indefinite suspension for gambling. It's like, whoa, man, that's. It, it, you know, he's not Tyreek Hill over here. Tyreek Hill is the face of the NFL, and he did something pretty bad. People haven't forgot about, but it seems like the NFL is just trying to wash that away. And that's under Goodell, man. Um, and you're seeing you're seeing the same old thing. You're seeing the same teams go through the playoffs. You're seeing um, the same hype about the Chiefs and and the Eagles, and and it's you know, you'll see the push for the Niners and the the Dolphins and. Hell, even right now, the the Detroit Lions. But right when it comes to playoff time, it's right back to those teams. And I'm getting tired of it. And uh, I hope uh, – I can't wait for 2027 to um, come soon enough. That way we can hopefully find a new commissioner. If it's Peyton Manning, that would be fantastic. If it's anybody else besides Roger Goodell, I'm happy. Um, because the NFL, it's the, to me, the product's getting a little boring. Like, I'm not excited. It's saving uh, me. You said something very key there. The product is getting boring, boring right now. And um, I know Coach Prime had a lot to do with it. Well, I've always been a CU fan, but just to watch football. But I watched the Notre Dame-USC game. I, I've been watching other games, and I catch them from time to time. It's not. I'm not saying I don't ever pay attention to that. But that the college game is far more exciting um, in terms of whether they're laying it out on the line or whether these offenses are different or and it could be lack of um, uh, talent, meaning, you know, some of these teams just don't have the talent to keep up with more talented teams in the NFL NFL are kind of matched around evenly, except here in Denver, um, where, you know, a corner your wide receiver is not going to just create that separation and outrun a cornerback unless it's blown coverage. In college, you see him just blow right past them all the time. Uh, a la Marvin Harrison Jr. and several others, Brendan Rice. I mean, the guy looks pretty good too. So you're just seeing, um, I guess here's what I'm saying this league should adapt um, and bring that excitement to the NFL. And maybe the up-and-coming quarterbacks, especially this this quarterback class, is going to be strong this year and next. Um, quarterbacks and playmakers. I, I think um, skilled position players should be at a premium. Take note of what Mike McDaniel's is doing with Miami, and uh, you know that's that's my soapbox rant to 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 say that change needs to happen. So good old. Get on your, uh, you know, start making the phone calls and start getting the feedback and run your surveys and uh, let's, let's make this change. I'd like to thank Roger uh, Goodell, uh, Commissioner Goodell. I love that. <laughs> it's it, uh, and maybe that's why Goodell has uh, been kind of um, against the Broncos because uh, the owners of the Broncos haven't gotten his name right. But um, they should speak with their their checkbook and uh, that changes things. So come on. Penner, it's it's not the Walton Penner group anymore. Penner's the owner, right? He's controlling owner. Yeah. They're still invested. I mean, it's a certain percentage. And what that allowed, like, remember, this is a family legacy thing. So um, his his children are now involved, is, and they have partial ownership too. Part of his, part of that. It's all broken down into that whole thing. But that's good for a, them. Good for them. Yeah, that's the thing Broncos fans need to, um, should understand not need to should understand is now there's an ownership group that is creating a family legacy just like the Bolins did however you know when it the trust started taking over and they didn't have the same viewpoint as pat bolin or um they were in the joe ellis muck all, uh, all you gotta say is you know that they all got paid they all got paid and that's all that what they wanted if the Walton Penner group um, is uh, creating that value for their team and, and their family and the legacy then expect good things from the Denver Broncos very quickly and um, the change is happening it, it, fans shouldn't get too hasty right now on making crazy things happen because this is this is the this is what we got this is what we need to change this is the rebuild we are in a rebuild and um, it's hard to uh, kind of comprehend as a fan because uh, the past couple of years oh yeah we're just quarterback away oh yeah we're just uh, a coach away oh yeah we um we need um another running back oh our receiving core they're down but let's get some new guys 
uh, we're in a rebuild. And if it takes a Roman, you said it earlier, get a Drake May, let him develop under Russell Wilson, give him a couple of years. Um, and it, I would feel better if we benched Russell Wilson for his lack of performance to throw in the new guy rather than Jared Stidham. I think Jared Stidham is a stopgap. Um, if we do something like that this uh, season where Russell is benched and Stidham's coming out, then, uh, then, then the team's, in my opinion, is lost. Um, but I guess we'll see. Uh, it starts with the next week, and it's against the Packers. Um, what are your thoughts on that Packers game, Ro? Are we going to win this one or lose this one? Um, I'm taking the stance with you. I, this team doesn't know how to win, and until they figure out how to win, um, everything's up. Everything's all suspect. <laughs> You know, if if we had if Russell Wilson could kind of turn the page with some leadership, like a little bit, a tenth of what Mahomes can do, I I think he'd put him in the right. And maybe he doesn't even have that call. I don't know, but um, uh, uh, they're one and a half point underdogs right now. Yeah, Green Green Bay twenty, Denver seventeen at home. And if we go to one and six, this I mean the season's lost now. But if we go one and six, it's it, it got to blow this up. You have to. Got to blow it up quick. I am. Uh, I say it every week the Denver Broncos are going to lose every game until they prove otherwise. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Uh, my girlfriend, she uh, sent me a text. She goes, hey, you want to go to the Broncos game on Sunday? And I said, eh, how much are tickets? She told me about $125 a piece. I said, nah, I don't want to spend $150 I don't want to spend $250 on tickets to go to a Broncos game this season. It was just sad because I'm a huge Broncos fan, and I forever will be, but um, it's just – not a good product on the field for uh, Denver, and I'm not excited to see it. And watching it on TV just seems uh, that's my level of disappointment. So, um, <laughs> Roman, uh, it was a good show. I'm glad that we get to talk some Nuggets and Avalanche because it is exciting for those two teams. And I do see some championship games uh, coming up this upcoming season with both the Avalanche and Nuggets. And how exciting would that be to have both of them in there? Said it last year. I'll say it again this year. I'm excited. I'm excited for the young guys and a complete team built from the Cronkies. So uh, anything else, Rom? Nope. I love it. Danny Bailey, <laughs> we for, said what we had to say. We had what we we said what we had to say and Danny Bailey, thanks for holding it down. And I'm excited to talk nuggets with you this season. And same thing with the boys in Burgundy. Uh this is a fan cave brought to you by Drives a Mile High. Hey, listen, it's gonna be a beautiful week. Give us a call, get those cars out before it gets really bad on Tuesday. So uh ninety eight point one FM, one oh seven five H D three, always on milehighsports.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.